0: www.healthcmi.com acupuncture continuing education online today let's take a look at two recent articles in the news department simply go to healthcmi.com click on news one article acupuncture alleviates depression quantified published january 11 2020 and the other article acupuncture angina relief confirmed published january 15, 2020. Now, the first article on depression, very interesting. Researchers from the Shaoxing Seventh People's Hospital conclude that a modified version of the herbal formula Chaihu hu san plus acupuncture is effective for the treatment of depression. Based on the Hamilton Rating Scale, serum cytokine and neurotransmitter levels The total effective rate was 100% for patients receiving both acupuncture and herbal medicine for patients receiving only acupuncture. It was 85% and for patients receiving only herbal medicine it was 87.5%. The total effective rate reflects basically everyone who had excellent result, not cure rate, but what we call clearly effective in this case and the, in the article it is defined who is uh, clearly effective who's effective and who's ineffective so people receiving only herbs had 15 clearly effective 20 effective and five ineffective cases that's the 87.5 percent the acupuncture only 15 clearly effective 19 effective six ineffective cases and that is the 85 percent now when people had acupuncture plus herbs 19 clearly effective, which means excellent result, 21 effective, and then no ineffective cases. And that's where we get the 100% total effective rate. So that's based again on the Hamilton depression rating scale, but also serum cytokine and neurotransmitter levels. So improvements in IL-6, TNF alpha and interleukin-1 beta levels were measured. So, these pro-inflammatory cytokines are correlated with central nervous system fluctuations and are markers of depression. So the acupuncture and herbs were able to downregulate those to normal levels. The exact levels are given in the article. When we combine the acupuncture plus herbs, we get the best results. Now, when it comes to serum neurotransmitter levels, including serotonin, which is 5-HT, and norepinephrine, Also BDNF, which is brain-derived neurotrophic factor, those levels improve significantly in all three groups, acupuncture, herbs, and the combined group. With the combined group, again, acupuncture plus herbs getting the best result. And that's very important. When you have low serotonin levels due to depression, the patient isn't just fighting an emotional battle, they're fighting a physical battle with their chemistry. So acupuncture and herbal medicine are able to help with the physical problems associated with depression. So a great article. Take a look at it again. Go to healthcmi.com. Look at acupuncture alleviates depression, quantified published January 11, 2020. Cannot underestimate how much support people need when they have depression. Now access to care issues are going to be significant. Why? Because when someone's depressed, they may not be motivated to seek out the tools they need to get better but acupuncture here is clearly one of those tools that can address a lot of the issues. Sometimes we can help regulate sleep, sometimes help people feel a little better, but again, our MRI studies show better brain functional connectivity. We can go to healthcmi.com, click on news, and look for those articles, and here we're looking at serum levels of neurotransmitter and cytokine levels, and of course the de-assessments the, the like the Hamilton Depression Rating Scale of emotions. So take a look at that really interesting article. Our second article today on angina relief, the heart and chest pain, acupuncture was shown to reduce the frequency and severity of angina attacks. Most of the research we cover here is, uh, original translations from the Chinese and our healthy my translators and researchers get that to you in English. What we've done here also is summarize what was published in English in the Journal of American Medical Association Internal Medicine. So this one was released in English and basically acupuncture was effective and also a special herbal formula, Su Shao Jiu Xin Wan, which is um, an herbal extract including concentrated components of Tuan Sheng and Bing Pian, which is borneol. One variation or another, we find Bing Pian, sometimes with San Qi and other herbs, the famous Dan Dripping Pill, helpful in this situation for heart disease. This is a nice study because it if it compares acupuncture and non-affected meridians. Acupuncture addressed to specific points on effective meridians, including PC6, Nei Guan, and Heart 5, Tong Li. It also compares with a waiting list and a sham acupuncture group. So we really get a lot of comparisons and the acupuncture on the affected meridians with the PC6 Heart 5 application outperformed the others. So this is a really good article to take a look. Again, this one's acupuncture angina relief confirmed published January 15, 2020. And it's not the only article we have on angina but it's certainly an important one. And I like the controls in this study. It's very formal and something worth taking a look at. If someone's suffering from angina pain and not getting acupuncture, they're at a distinct disadvantage not using all the tools available to them. So that's that article. Again, at healthcmi.com, the news department, you can take a look at at a lot of things that we have. Most of what we have is research-based Some of it is politically based, like, oh, acupuncture, new regulation, or things like that. So we hope you enjoy the news department. It's a free service that we get out there to show what we can and cannot do with acupuncture and herbal medicine. The reason why we talk about both of them in the news department is that traditional Chinese medicine encompasses several forms of medicine, including acupuncture, herbs. Another one that's commonly used is Tui Na Massage, another type of medicine used. We see uh, bone medicine especially incorporated into that and Chinese medicine dietetics. At Health CMI, we also have some continuing education courses, some eBooks included like Dietetics Number One and Chinese Medicine Dietetics Remedies. Those are online courses for acupuncturists, which have a lot of ways of incorporating Chinese herbs into foods and cooking to have an incorporation of healing herbs into the daily diet. So that's also kind of another thing we go after in terms of improving health and fitness. Naturally, there are other branches of Chinese medicine like qigong and tai chi, the movement arts that help to heal people, which was also very important, or diet, exercise, breathing and meditation. So take a look at that. The Chinese medicine is a broad-based component that is unified by the theories. So you have your channel theory, your element theory, all of this underlying it. And while mysterious, you know, people talk about qi, they think, oh, well, qi doesn't exist. It's not proven. It's not this. It's... Sure. If you understand it purely in an ancient historical context, it's not accessible. But Qi is available to everyone and does exist. It can be as simple as you walk into a room, it's brightly lit, it's well laid out, and you feel good in that room. Well, you say the room has good Qi and you walk into a dank, moldy basement and you say, oh, it's bad Qi. It can be as simple as that. But then Qi can be very specific. For example, the balance of sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system stimulation to an internal organ or muscle. Uh, the health of a particular nerve fiber. So qi can be very specific and there's many kinds of qi. For example, the qi you derive from food, extracting nutrients from food, the qi you derive from air and breathing. And this can be broken down in terms of biomedical analysis as well. What you do with oxygen, how well you extract nutrients from food and deliver it to the cells, things like this. So while we have a mystical component to qi, We also have just kind of an everyday component where we can understand it in very simple terms. And then in acupuncture, we have the meridian system, so we know if we stimulate specific points in specific areas of the body, we can then stimulate specific medical effects on the body. And in the case of depression, for example, we saw that we can, using Heart 7 and PC6, benefit serotonin levels. So that's one example. So you've got what we call the heart and pericardium chi being stimulated to benefit blood serum levels. And hopefully that demystifies the concept of chi a little bit. I think if someone, for example, is an interior decorating and design, they really kind of get that when they work on laying out a room, what feels good, what flows well, or how you feel after you have a good meal, the qi and the food, the freshness of the food and the lightness or the heaviness of it. So we can apply this concept in many directions and hopefully that clarifies things a little bit and explains a little bit of that underlying concept of qi. What's important is that we can affect change for specific ailments and so in the case of angina and depression, the research now shows that acupuncture can get the job done and make significant clinical results. I'm Adam White, licensed acupuncturist. Thank you for listening. www.healthcmi.com.